T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Jovial. Caring. Wacky, live and local. It's time for the Bart Winkler Morning Show. Good morning, everybody. Bart Winkler here. How are you? Oh, me? Ah, no, more important how you are. Tim Shea. With us, Toby's on vacation, so I saw him the last day, I think, of the NBA Finals, and then I didn't see him for two weeks, and I saw him yesterday, Toby Altizer, and now he's gone for the week, and I don't know when I'll see him again. We walked to our cars together, and I looked at him, and I put out my hands, and he held mine, and I said... When will I see you again, Toby? Why are you leaving me with Tim, Toby? Tim Shea. No, it's good to see you, bud. It's good to see you, too, Bart. How you doing? Living the dream. Yeah, did you have a good weekend? I did. A real good weekend? Yeah, it was all right. Nothing too crazy. Nothing too crazy? Oh, I would... I would Went to uh, the Brewer game. Yeah, I, I would counter on the nothing too crazy part. I got a few, <laughs> yeah, I got a few texts we, from. We don't need to talk. You and Sam Schmitz, maybe midnight thirty on Saturday. Mm, Do a little karaoke. More like nine. Oh no no. Well, maybe you didn't open it until midnight thirty, but a little karaoke after the game. Eh. No. I got videos. I I won't play them. Thank I, you. I won't play them, but I got videos from Tim Shea and Sam Schmitz, among others, of uh, them at an establishment. I couldn't really decipher which one. Where were you guys? Kelly's Bleachers. Uh, yeah, I thought I thought maybe Kelly's. And uh, I want to dance with somebody. It was on the uh, jukebox. It played. It magically it played, played randomly. Somehow. Yeah. Okay, nobody played it? Nobody played it, Kevin Holden. Okay, all right. And you guys were singing at the top of your lungs. Yep. Uh, Scrub-a-dub. We were. It's, was no. anybody, did anybody join in? Um, the bartenders looked at us like we were kind of weird, but. I wake up to go to Scrub-a-dub. Now three of you were belting this top of your I lungs. I want to join. The scrub, the Kelly's dub, bleachers scrub, on Saturday. Club, uh, 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 uh. 
Wash your car every day if you want. It's one low price starting at $13 per month. Scrub-a-dub club. I want to go to Scrub-a-dub. I got some more drunk. To join the Scrub-a-dub club. Hard to say, easy to use. Sign up at Scrub-a-dub. Well, I, I, I thought that was nice that you thought of me enough to send that. Uh, that was nice. We wanted you to come out. I didn't get that invitation. And you had to know that I was busy that night. You were. On Saturday. Yes. I remember. You had a birthday party. Well, the birthday party ended around 536, but you know the USFL playoffs were on. Ah, uh, you had your USFL playoff party, didn't yes, you? Yes, uh, by myself once again. Uh, my breakers lost, so it's Stallions and... Stars next week, and we'll have a full breakdown after the after the holiday. I, I think that you had to know that I'd, I'd bring this up at some point, and I start with it just because what else? I mean, we'll talk plenty of brewers today, but this is what happens in the summer. There's there's days where you come in, and there wasn't really anything that happened last night. Now, we can talk about the Kyrie stuff, how Kyrie is like – Kyrie's basically Aaron Rodgers and Kevin Durant's Devante. I see a very similar parallel in that situation. Huh. Um, you know, there's no, the NBA's done. Summer League hasn't started yet. The NHL wrapped up over the weekend. I would have even watched that last night. What I did watch was Raw. I watched 20 years of John Cena. So I, I'm happy to talk a bunch of John Cena today. I caught bits and pieces of that. But <laughs> I heard a rumor. Now, please tell me this isn't true. But you will not be watching Rise? Oh, I, I didn't watch Rise last night. Okay. I, I I need to I need to get motivated to watch Rise. I'm gonna watch it tonight. Well, there's a game tonight. I should see. Yeah, you know what? No, I'm gonna watch it tomorrow. Tomorrow? Yeah, no game tomorrow. Because the Brewer game's at eleven. The Brewer game's at eleven. We still might go to lunch. TBD. Okay. What? Okay. If you're down. Yeah. Okay. Sure. I just gotta make sure I got a gift card. Um, but yeah, I no, I Rise came out the Giannis movie on Friday. Yes. And I, I still will I will watch it. Okay, so those rumors are not true? Well, wow, the, the rumors spreading like wildfire. It's not like Bart Winkler is adamant against watching Rise. Well, that's what it... I was listening to Sparky. Okay. And it's just the way he was talking. Oh, what he said. You don't like documentaries? I don't. Yes. I don't like documentaries. Do- <laughs> or documentaries. Documentaries. I don't really get into them. I don't really. Why? Why? Because I've already seen it, I feel like. Okay. I don't know. It's it's something. It's not. It's not. I don't even know if it's that I don't like documentaries. I don't want to make this a big deal that I'm not. I haven't watched Rise yet. Now, I I don't think it's a big deal that you haven't watched it. I just. No, but I thought you would. I'm probably going to watch it later than a lot of people. Okay. Now, I did listen. I'm going to play this. This It's from Eric Name. He was on with uh, the Fan Afternoon Show yesterday, so Sam and Kevin, your drinking buddies, and he talked about Rise, and I think he did a good job in two minutes. He hadn't seen it yet, but you know he knows the synopsis, obviously. And once I heard him talk about it, I was like, oh, I got to I gotta watch this as soon as possible. But here's uh, what Eric Name said about it. Hopefully this isn't too big of a spoiler that, you know, essentially what you're going to be seeing is uh, the story of kind of when the Adetokumbo family uh immigrated to Greece and then 
uh, all the way up to draft night and, and kind of hear that part of the story. And, and I do think uh, just knowing the story that they're going to tell, I, I think it's really interesting to think about all the things that went into the Bucks being the team that end up drafting Giannis. Uh, the Hawks throughout that process thought they were the only ones, uh, you know, that had Giannis. You, you hear about them sneaking Giannis in and out of the of, of Atlanta, which is a tough thing to do. But you know, sneak him in and out of the arena, in and in and out of the practice facility, making sure that no one knew that they had this kid out there. And then on draft night, um, you know, I remember talking to Bud about this a few years ago. Bud was like. Uh, yeah, there was a lot of cursing in our draft room in Atlanta because we thought we had him. We thought he was coming to us and no one else knew about him. And then a few picks before, he's gone. And it, to me, I just think it's it's always amazing to reflect on just kind of where uh, the Atetokounmpo family came from. And, you know, specifically with Giannis and Thanasis, like those two guys, splitting a single pair of shoes in practices and games like if one comes out then the other one can play because they have to share a single pair of shoes like it's just it's just amazing to think about where they were what they came from and now just how good Giannis has become where you know you're looking at a two-time MVP a finals MVP an NBA champion and arguably the the best player on the planet for the last couple seasons in the NBA so it, it is just an amazing story and uh, everything I've heard about it is people need to watch it and I'm looking forward to doing so this week. So that kind of makes me want to watch it, uh, you know, really quick. I'm very interested in the Hawks aspect of that where they were like, cause I've, we've heard that before that the Hawks thought they had him and the Bucks kind of swept in and, you know, it was like the Hawks that did a lot of the dirty work and the Bucks just kind of like profited from it. And uh, you know, what are you supposed to do there? And it's interesting that Bud was there at the time I'm interested to see it. I have a hard time with, um, like, because I, I I watch a lot of sports, and I I did this back with uh, Freems. He would never watch anything, ever. Shows, nothing. And he said, all I watch is sports. And I said, that makes no sense. There's so much, we're in the peak age of TV. You got to watch other stuff. And now I've turned into that, where it's like I've on, I only watch sports. Yeah, you, you watch some stuff. I mean, Law and Order. Well, yeah, well, yeah. Law and Order is like that sports in my house, though. You know, Law versus Order. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. criminal yeah. versus victim. <laughs> sports, man. Law and Order, sports. Um, yeah. So just for me to sit down and and to watch it, it I don't know. I I don't know that I can explain this right. It just feels like it feels like watching TV is like a chore. I just want. I just. Like last night, I was doing some work, and I wanted to watch something that was happening live. So I had on Monday Night Raw, and then I had on some of Yankees A's, uh, just because I wanted, you know, I want. I could have easily watched Rise last night. There was, there's nothing to watch. I could watch Raw on tape or not watch it at all. I'm 38, so there's so much else I could have, you know, watched last night. But so I, I will watch Rise, and then I want to watch it. You know, should this be a family thing? Yeah. Should I wait to watch it with my kid? Well, that that might be six years before, you know, he's even aware of it. Although he does know who Giannis is. We did a little quiz last night when I was putting him to bed. I said, all right, buddy, what's your favorite football team? And he said, Giannis. I said, no, he, he plays basketball. It's the Packers. Packers, what's your favorite baseball team? He said, Giannis. 
Well, no, he plays. What's your favorite basketball team? Packers? No, no, no. But Packers are the football. Giannis is the so, but he knows Giannis. You know, he can he can see Giannis and know who Giannis is. But I don't know that he's going to follow a two-hour feature film at this point. You know, a fifteen-minute cartoon is usually his uh, bandwidth. So I don't know that I can institute the story of Giannis coming from nothing to be this. It's a great story. I mean, it's a thrilling story. This is more about me not wanting to sit down and watch something. And last night was the perfect night to watch it, and I failed. So I really should have watched it because I've only heard tremendous things. And I will av- adv- advocate for it. You know, it's a movie about our guy. It's a movie about Giannis. It's crazy. I was thinking, too, when I was uh, listening to Eric Name talk about that, is what if he did get drafted by the Hawks? You know, they kind of did the Bucks history of it. Like, well, the Bucks probably then are screwed. They build around Jabari Parker. If he doesn't get hurt, you know, there's even if he does get hurt, there's pressure to resign him. Does a new ownership group come anyway? Like, are the Bucks still here? Is a valid question. I think they probably are. Have they won a title? No. How, how many coaches have they had since? Probably seven. You know, so if they didn't drafting Giannis was such a such a change for the franchise. I mean, you all know it. And yesterday was what the nine year anniversary of when he got drafted. So there's a lot of talk about Giannis. It's it's such a inflection point in this franchise. It changed everything. I mean, the mediocrity we would still continue to be in. We would find out the news about this playing tournament, and we would just be so giddy about it because it would be our chance to get the 10 seed and be in the playoffs. It would be like, oh, it's like playoff basketball in Milwaukee, man. I mean, it'd be crazy. We would have been celebrating like the Minnesota Timberwolves. <laughs> yeah, it would have been awful. Yeah, exactly. Right? It would have been awful. And then with Giannis, I wonder how, you know, watching Giannis from afar would be. And for other for other teams that like Boston, they think he's a linebacker. You know, they don't care. They don't they don't recognize his greatness. They think that he should get they think that he doesn't play basketball the real way. But if you're like a fan of like we watch Jokic and Okay, he's good, but he doesn't do anything for me. We watch Luca, and there's some nights where you're like, wow, what would watching Giannis be like if he wasn't ours, if he wasn't on the Bucks? You know, so it's, it's just different. It's just how much things could change. So I I should watch the movie. You're right. I don't I don't like this rumor going around that I'm anti. Oh, now, I know. I, I, I went to the that... gas station this morning, and someone said, hey, are you Bar Winkler? I heard you hate Giannis. Not at all. Not at all. Okay. We know you don't hate Giannis. But, like, I don't watch 30 for 30s. I don't watch, you know, I don't watch what a lot of What if there was stuff. one, on, like, about the Brewers or something? I, I feel like I'm less prone to watch those because I feel like I know them all. You know them? I know, you know, you know okay. what happens. So, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I, I like to watch live stuff rather than taped. Now, last night, there was something else that was on, speaking of taped. Super Bowl 32 was on the NFL Network. And so, God. Why? Why did you pain yourself? Well, I I turned on one play, Ed Hockley. Was it the helicopter parade, uh, the helicopter play? No, that's like the only play I remember from that Super Bowl. The Super Bowl is really weird where I don't remember it. Super Bowl 32, I have blacked out where they lost to the Broncos and Packers. I've blacked it out, and it's to the point where when I rewatch it, I've rewatched it since. I'll wake up the next day and retain 
nothing about it. I, I retain nothing. My brain sleeps on it and thinks we do not desire this information in, in our in our head. We will eject it, however a brain does. There was one play I do remember from last night, because I watched it real quick, where Favre dropped back and threw it to the end zone, I think the Robert Brooks, and he got tangled in the second quarter. And it was pass interference, and the Packers have got the ball to one. And then the refs talked about it, and they said, oh, his, his feet tangled when it was pass interference. And I was, like, screaming at the TV as if I could change something. That's Super Bowl, man. That's, that Super Bowl really bugs me. Favored by 14? Ah, I mean, come on. Because, you know, when you win something, we've won, well, we've won three things, I'll say, in our lifetime. Two Packers Super Bowls and, and a Bucks title. I mean, the wave had won and, you know. But we, we've got those three wins, and then whenever you get the win, you always think, okay, dynasty. And in 2010, I thought for sure Rodgers would be back. You know, this year the Bucks could have easily been back without the Middleton injury. And then in 96, I mean, 97 was a, a sure thing. That was a 14-point sure, a favorite in the Super Bowl. That was a sure thing, man. And then John Elway had his John Elway moment. And then he didn't even retire on top. He went and did it again. Completely changed his career. Terrell Davis, I, I looked up the stats on this Super Bowl, if anybody wants to just feel pain, because I, totally, I, I just totally forget about it. Terrell Davis had three touchdowns in that game. And he got hurt, too, in the middle yeah. of it. 30 for 157 and three scores. Mm. Now, we let them score, didn't we? So Yeah, that, the last one. That was part of it. Yeah. Um, what else happened in that game? Dorsey Levins, 19 for 90. Antonio Freeman was 9 for 26 and two tutties. My goodness. Leroy led the team in sacks, uh, tackles with nine. No sacks. One pick, Eugene Robinson. Does Leroy ever bring that up, that game? Yeah, he's talked about it. You know, he's talked about it. I'd have to go uh, find what he said about yeah. it. I, I blacked yeah. that out, too. Yeah. Even with, I'll, I'll black out this segment. But, like, I don't want to bring it up to Leroy. Hey, Leroy, how's no, it going? No, your no, career's no, going no, great. No. Uh, Hall of Famer. Can we talk real quick about the worst <laughs> loss of your life? And he'd be like, no. And I'd say, okay. I'll, I think I'll be in with Leroy today. I'm hosting the first hour of the big show. Oh, okay. Yeah. Big, big day for me. So if you're in Suamico... Uh, you can hear me live on your radio if you're in Wausau as well, if you're in La Crosse as, as well. I'll be all over the place. How about that? Looking forward to it. Rhinelander? I think we'll get up to, uh, you know, we're... From Rhinelander to Racine. Yeah, from border to border. You'll be able... At any point, 18 million people can be listening with all our affiliates because uh, we reach Chicago and the Twin Cities. Okay. On the Big Show Radio Network. So that's coming up. Later today, I'll be talking with Ty Windish at 10.30 with the big show. And then uh, I might be talking with Ty Windish tomorrow at 6.30 on this show. <laughs> we'll see. I'll see if he's available. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. I might ask him the exact same questions, but uh, we'll see. No, a couple of guys we will hear from today because Adam McKelvey was on our station yesterday and Eric Name was on our station yesterday. And you just heard a little bit from Name, but... They had a lot of good stuff to say, so I will share that with you and and have our thoughts. I, I don't, I'm not going to replay interviews or anything, but I've got sound bites from them. Really good stuff from McAlvey as far as you know this pitching rotation and what kind of shape they're in. We're going to see Brandon Woodruff today. 
you know, you need some of these guys back. So you're going to see Brandon Woodruff today, which is really good. And then the problem with Lauer and Hauser, both of these guys have been struggling. Their ERAs in the month of in the month of uh, June have been terrible. And so I am a little worried uh, about them. I'm, I think I'm more worried about Hauser than I am Lauer. I just I, I don't get as good of a feel from from Hauser. It's just been shaky for those guys. You'll talk to Tim, obviously, but he thinks that uh, he's going to move him to the bullpen or the Hauser move him to the bullpen when Woody comes back. Which I guess he's back. So well, Woody's back today. Yeah. So so he doesn't think they'll go like six man. No, he thinks. Well, he, no, that doesn't make any sense because that means Chi-Chi's starting. Or Jason Alexander. No, because right now you have Hauser, Lauer, Burns, Chi-Chi, Alexander. So unless Ashby's coming back soon. he's Yeah. Or they bring up Ethan Small. That's when they get all healthy. Okay, so yeah, wh- if they wh- have a five-man be, staff, yes. maybe. Whether it be this week or next week. It's a matter of, it's a, matter of a week. Yeah, we'll see. So... We maybe, had a, maybe uh, just get things figured out with him because it's it's bad. Yeah, and I it's don't bad. I don't see it like I still feel confident in Lauer for whatever reason. I don't really see it in uh, Hauser. We put up a poll yesterday. If the playoffs started now, which member of the Brewers' current pitching staff would you want to start Game Two? Obviously, Burns would start one. Oh, okay. Three percent said Chichi Gonzalez, including some junk votes for me. I went to different Twitter accounts that I. Run and voted Chi-Chi just to, just to give him some votes. Give him a vote or two. Yeah, uh, Adrian Hauser had fifteen percent of the vote, and Jason Alexander twenty-seven. Eric Lauer with fifty-five. So despite all their ERAs being terrible, because Alexander's got the best ERA in the month of them, he's like in the threes. But him and Hauser are kind of, they're throwing the same kind of stuff. Like they're inducing ground balls. It's working out for Alexander. He's getting double plays behind him. All that stuff. Hauser. You know, there's bad luck behind him, too. So it's not all Hauser, but I don't know where the confidence is. Tim Allen's going to join us, as you mentioned, at 7 o'clock. Mike the Painter, good morning. Good morning, sir. Hey. You know, I turned on my uh, Odyssey app here and uh, was listening, and you were talking about that horrible loss to the Denver Broncos. Well, it was, just, it was on TV last night. I was flipping around, so I go 212 NFL Network, Direct TV, and there it was. Yeah, that that was like one of my worst losses as a fan. I that one just made me so sick to my stomach because we had such an awesome team. It was better than the first Super Bowl team, and oh, man, that just that just brings back some bad memories. So this must be before the point in your life because you have famously called in and told me after losses, it's just entertainment. It's not a big deal. Oh yeah, that was when I was a kid and not carefree. And okay, you know, so this is before yeah, you realized yeah. sports was just entertainment. Exactly. Okay, exactly. but you were devastated this when, then. Okay. This, this is yeah when I was you know young and dumb and you know mm. you know what they say. Yeah. But yeah, no, it, that was horrible. I loved that team. That team, I I was I almost shed a tear when they let Terrell Davis just walk into the end zone there and. And you could never think that Mike Holmgren would let that happen. And, you know, you got Gilbert Brown there that looked like he just turned to the side and just let him go. Who was your favorite player on that team, and why was it Eugene Robinson? Of course, my favorite player on that team was Leroy Butler. And yeah. Just, and I'm not even kidding. That's not just to say because I'm talking You probably went Eugene 1, Chamura 2. 
No. Favre three. It, it, it was. The best of the bunch. The best. Mr. Leap 36. Yeah. Leap 36. And he was my favorite player. He just did everything. He was the Swiss Army knife on the, on the defense, and that's why I loved the game. Did you hear he's going to go into the Pro Football Hall of Fame? No, I never heard that before. Yeah, this summer. Yeah, he, yeah. he deserves it. He should have been in there five years ago. Oh, I agree. I agree. All right, Mike. Well, great to relive heartbreak hey, you know, with you. What, what, uh, another thing I wanted to say was about this uh, baseball thing you were talking about with these pitchers. Who has the better uh, run support? That's who I'd put in there for the number two spot. Well, yeah, but that's all arbitrary. That don't matter. Yeah, but if the guys are hitting behind them, it, it there's but there's nothing to that. Still happen. I don't. I don't believe that. That's so random. I no. I don't believe that. Well, you're it's wrong. Statistic. They, they they have it out there as a statistic, don't they? Yeah, but it doesn't. There's no. That's not on the run, pitcher. Run support, right? But you can't use that as a determining stat. Why not? Because it doesn't do anything. Well, thanks for correcting me there, Bart. Okay. You have a great day. All right, Mike. Tim, have a great day. Goodbye, Mike. See you, buddy. Mike the painter. Okay. Yeah, I don't like that stat. It doesn't it's, do anything. It's, it's... <laughs> no. Makes no sense. Oh, what I wanted to ask Mike, I'll ask you, is I was talking to, uh, talking to Toby yesterday, obviously, that as bad as that Super Bowl loss was, mm-hmm. I would sign up for right now if like a genie came and said, the Brewers are going to make the World Series but lose, would you accept it? Oh, yeah. And I would accept it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, right now. Yes. And then and then the genie would say, all right, I'm going to wipe your memory. Are they like heartbreaking losses or are we just getting, you know? I don't know. It's probably going to be heartbreaking. It's Wisconsin See, sports. I can't do that. But if a genie came to me, yeah, give me that World Series. If a genie, but then the, then the other option is you. I mean, I, if you guarantee, if I'm guaranteed a World Series loss, and then the the genie wipes my brain so I can experience it like it's like I don't know what's happening, I would do it. I would take it. I would take that because I want to see this team in a World Series. I want to see. I want to celebrate this. T- I want to just not celebrate the 1982 team. And to get to a World Series would just be so fun. So the reason I answer yes on that is because I think that the option of making a World Series just you know without a genie is probably still pretty low. I mean, it can happen. If a genie told me, Bart, you get to determine how far the Brewers go, and I said, Brewers go to the World Series and lose. And then it happened and nobody knew. And then after the World Series loss, it was revealed that I was the one that allowed the Brewers to go to the World Series but to lose. I think people would support me. I think they'd say, thank you, Bart, for that choice. Thank you for doing that for us. I definitely would. I mean, yeah, it's one of World Series. Thank you. Appearance. John is in Franklin. Johnny, what's up? Hey, what's going on, boys? Hey. Yeah, I, I I would take that all day for a couple of reasons. The number one reason is, then, no offense to the 82 team, but I, I'm 55 years old. I'm tired of them being dragged out and beaten again and again in the spirit of trying to relive the fleeting success of the 82 season, which 
granted, took us further than we'd been before, but did not lead to the trophy. Um, so yeah, I'd be all I'd be all in for at least getting to the show. You know, it'd be another step of progression for this team. We got to the pinnacle in the NL CS with the Game Seven loss to the to the Dodgers, which uh, I still have nightmares about. But uh, I mean, if we don't get to another World Series in 30 years, are we going to bring back the 2018 NLCS losing team? We probably will. Uh, I don't want to think about it. <laughs> uh, are we still talking a little bit about uh, our favorite players from the Packers Super Bowl team? Oh, sure, yeah. I'm not one to tell the company line, but I'll tell you what. Obviously, Favre, you know, everyone's gonna, a lot of people are going to pick Favre. And that, that, that's a no-brainer. But outside of Favre, the grave digger. 93. I swear to God, when he's on any of the, any of your shows, I, I mean, I could listen to that guy talk all day long. I mean, I, I could be having a rotten day, and the guy will have me laughing sometimes almost in tears. He's just hilarious. The way he talks, his inflection, and his stories, second to none. Love and 93, the grave digger. Did you ever, did you have the Gravedigger burger, the Gilbert burger? I did not, but I did have, uh, I played in a celebrity pool tournament, and I wound up in the championship game, it was a partner's tournament, and he was on the other team, and the, the game was almost at the end of the game, and he missed a shot, and he grabbed the cue ball and reset and shot again. And they won the they won the championship from us, and they like won cue sticks and stuff like that. And we never called it cheating because it was '93, and who's going to say anything to him? Yeah, I, I probably beat you up. Uh, yeah, I'm not even making that up. That was that was a true story. At Romines, I forget what year it was, but uh, yeah, played against the Grave Digger, met him, pretty cool. The Gilbert Burger. I, th- I don't remember what it was, and I looked it up. Obviously, it was at Burger King. It was just a double Whopper with no pickles. I'm I'm a big fan of the Burger King. I, I like the Whopper. You know, I've had uh, you know I've had a few of those in my day, but uh, yeah, I, I'm, you know, I, I probably should have tried it. I don't think I ever tried it. Jeez. Well, we're all it's about the side of Toby at uh, Wendy's these days. So. <laughs> yep. All right, yeah. Johnny. I'm out. See ya. John and Franklin. The Gilbert Burger. We got to get a Wendy's. We got to get a a Shea sandwich. No. You know what what a Shea sandwich would be? They would make it. I'm afraid to ask. They would make it, but you'd get it 45 (laughs) minutes late. (laughs) Okay. We we can really stop this. No, I got a tweet here from Rhino. He says, was Tim on time today? Yes, I was. He was. He was here before me. I, I I will never, ever be late. Well, don't do that. Okay, it's going to be hard, but it's going to be hard to do that. You seem like you're uh like you're not you seem like you're ready to get you seem like you don't want to be here. Really? Yeah. Or like you don't want to put up with my crap. Well, that's what it feels like. It might be a little bit. Of you don't want to put up with my crap? Okay, I'll stop. I I put it up with 5 months here. Okay. I'm kidding. Okay, you can graduate into I'll just do what I do to the other producers. I'll ignore you. See, that's oh, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Don't look me in the eye. Sorry. I'm Mr. Winkler to you. Hello, Mr. Winkler. I'm not looking at you. I know.
Just kidding. Uh, Ryan says, I feel like you're talking just to me. I'm listening on the Odyssey app in Swamico. Good morning, everybody. Uh, Paul says, Bart rips Giannis and Rise. Tune in now to the Bart Winkler Show. Oh, I would never. 414-799-1250. We'll keep talking some more Brewers. Woody is on the bump today in Tampa Bay. This is a quick series. And then so I believe Tampa comes here for two. Is that what they're doing this year? Later in the season? It's got to be it. I know I'm right, but I'm not sure I'm right. But I'm pretty sure I'm right. And somebody else can look it up. We're back in three on the fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 12.50 a.m. The Fan. I'm Bart Winkler. That's Tim Shea. If you live in the Fox Cities and you don't get down to Milwaukee much to watch the Brewers, pretty nice treat for you the last few days. Colton Wong up there on a rehab assignment over the weekend. Now, he'll be back and activated, so they'll have to make a move. I don't want to see him leading off. I'm, I want Yelich to keep leading off. I think oh. we're in the majority on that. Yeah, they'll put Colt, what, he was batting seventh sometimes? Well, he was like one he and then seven the and then place, one but... and then nine and then one and then I think one time they only batted him every other time around the order like it was Barton kickball where you have like, oh, the nine spot is the both of you. And I was in softball once in a high school tournament and I had to share a batting. I no. I was the worst. Yeah. There were three different times growing up from high school to college where – my team thought I was so bad. Volleyball, softball, and basketball. Where they said, Bart, don't you think it'd be cooler if you were a coach? A coach. An intramural. Like, in junior high, for basketball, I dressed up and had the Pat Riley hair and wore my dad's oversized suit. Okay, that was fun. And then softball, I was like, okay, this again. And then it happened in volleyball in college. I was like, I'm just, I'm not, okay, Why? It's frustrating. I, well, I suck, so what was I supposed to do about it? But three times that happened to me. Three different occasions. Pathetic. Brewers have the Rays tonight, 6-10 our time. It's Brandon Woodruff against, to be determined, it's probably going to be Shane Baz. He was listed, then unlisted, but we'll see. And then Eric Lauer tomorrow. That game's at 11-10 uh, Central time. You know, the Rays are my American League team. Are they? Yeah. 
I know a couple people that work for the Rays. So, Do you? Yeah. yeah, I like the I like the Rays. I like them as the Devil Rays. Okay. We went down to Tampa Bay two or three times growing up. Cause I don't know why. That's just where we went. That's where everyone went, I feel like. Well, then we went to a couple of Rays games. Mm-hmm. I was at BJ Upton's first game. Okay. And uh, we went to, what did we We saw Tim Wakefield pitch, maybe? I don't know. What's your favorite Rays uniform? Because they've had, they've had a bunch of them. You know, I like the Devil Rays. The, like the, the color, Not the, green the first and blue. one, no. Okay. I like the one with the green sleeves. And they, I believe they were still Devil Rays, I think. They might have started yeah. that. That... Switch over to the Rays. Yeah, let but me see here. Like, like when you say the first ones, they had that the devil the the word Devil Rays on their jersey were like in like yellow and neon yellow. I and, liked when they were green. Okay. Yeah, they so were with the gr- green sleeves. Yeah, was their alter- that was their alternate. The Lou Pinella era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I mean, I like the ones now that they're just the Rays. Yeah, I like the Rays. I don't know how long they keep a team there. Nobody goes. The only times that they, they sell out are against the Red Sox and Yankees. And they don't even open their upper deck. They tarp yeah. it off. Yeah, everyone's excited because they sold out the home opener. Well, but they, tar- they tarped off the top. 15000 for a sellout. When I went there, they played the Red Sox, and it was probably 80% Red Sox fans because, yeah. you know, people that yeah. are snowbirds Yankees, of Florida. Yankees and Red Sox. There is a Yankees minor league affiliate there. There was. I think there might still be. Are the Tampa Yankees still around? That would make no sense. But there were at the time, the Tampa Bay Yankees. Now they're the Tampa Tarpons, and they are still an affiliate of the Yankees. They used to be called the Tampa Yankees. Now they're the Tampa Tarpons, or the Tarpons. And, uh, yeah. So could you imagine that? If there was, like, a Cubs single-A affiliate in Brookfield? Yeah. No, thank you. It'd be ridiculous. Or like Franklin, where the milkmen play. Yeah, if that the was milkmen, a cu- yeah. where the Cubs. Yeah, it'd be ridiculous. Would you go? Would you still go? Oh, I, I go to everything. Oh no, I don't go to games. I forgot that was right. I don't go to games. No, I would go. I wanted the Cubs to play here that one year, where they were redoing yeah, Wrigley. They, yeah. And then there would have been a game here every day for 162 days. Oh, trust me. We were hoping that would never happen. <laughs> and the Cubs would make Miller Park their home. Yeah, would you have to? No, you wouldn't be the they, staff. They told us. They said that. Be ready if that happens. To, so when you were running. We'd have to. Yeah. The, you'd have to work every day for two different teams. Yeah. No, the Cubs have their own people. Nope. Oh, man. Would you have got like massive overtime? Oh, God, yeah. If you worked 162 straight days at a ballpark they in the summer, pro- you would they die. Pr- they probably would have hired another, you know, yeah, set of people. Oh my god, you'd be dead. It would have been awful, but they 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 gave us a heads up. Jeez, what we year had was to that? we had to work those extra games uh, when the um, Indians and Angels came into town. Yeah, for that's three, a little different. And the Cubs and Houston came in. Sombrano threw that no hitter, and we kind of had to celebrate it, but not really. That's a little different. Oh, that was painful. Do yeah. you know the uh, the Rays have retired three numbers in their history? Uh, can I guess? Yeah. Wade Boggs. Yeah. Upton. No, the the other two aren't players. Lou Pinella. 
Well, one's a player, but everyone retired Jackie. Okay. And then Don Zimmer. Oh. But yeah, Wade Boggs. Wade Boggs finished his career with the Rays, and he got his number retired. He has 3,000th hit with the Rays. His 3,000th hit, I believe, was a home run, too. Yeah. Good look at you. Now, who'd he homer off of? Jose Mesa. <laughs> Chris Haney of the Indians at the time. Okay. If you would have got that, I would either said you're a genius or you're reading the same article that I'm reading. But yeah, they have Wade Boggs number retired. Yeah. So we we I you know I like the Rays. I rooted for them really hard in the 08 World Series, but that's because they were playing against the Phillies, who had knocked us out of the playoffs. And they've been consistently good. They lost the World Series to the Dodgers in the COVID year. They won 100 games last year before they got bounced in the ALDS. They won 96 games a year before that. 90. I mean, they've just been dominant. Kevin Cash has been the manager there. I think he's the longest, one of the longest tenured managers in baseball, and we don't even like know his name. But they've just been consistently good. The problem is they haven't been able to win a World Series, and nobody wants to go there. Now, there's been some efforts to build a new stadium, and it looks like they're always going to, and then at the last minute, you know, it gets shut down for whatever reason. They were going to move half of their games to Montreal, which would have been a disaster. You can't play half of your game. If, like, if you play half of your games in Buffalo and half in Toronto, that's right over the border. Correct. It's doable. Yeah. If you play half your games in Montreal and half your games in Tampa 4,000 miles away. <laughs> that makes no sense, but they would have... I think they would have started the season in Montreal and then and then ended in Tampa. So it wouldn't have been like, oh, let's do no. three home stands here and no, two no, home no. stands here. And I don't think it would have been there. I don't think it would have been like that. But it would have been it would have been crazy. It would have been just wild. And uh I don't know I don't know what the future is for the Tampa Bay Rays in Tampa. Because baseball will expand to thirty two at some point. They will go to thirty two. All these leagues will. The NBA will and baseball will. It's just a matter of when and where, and will it be new teams or will you move some existing teams? And Tampa could be one of those teams. But it just it's it's unfortunate to have a team that's been that good since they became the Rays. When they were the Devil Rays, they didn't win more than seventy games in a nine-year stretch ever. They never won. But then when they turned to the Rays in 08. So it's the name change. Yeah. Here, Devil Rays. 63, 69, 69, 62, 55, 63, 70, 67, 61, 66. Why would you support that team? Exactly. They suck. Yep. As the Rays, they've won 97, 84, 96, 91, 90, 92, 77, 80, 68, 80, 90, 96, 40 out of 60, and then 100. But that, that, that's, that's, that's been a crazy. good, consistent baseball team for 13 years. And here we are just... Wanting a World Series, and this year and they've had what two? They're three. They've been the two. This year they're forty and thirty-two. I mean they're right there. Man, the AL East is tough. Uh huh. Yankees, the the Red Sox, I think, have the same record as the Brewers. And the Red like Sox, thirteen games yeah, out or something. The Red Sox are forty-two and thirty-two, and the Brewers are forty-two and thirty-three. Brewers are a half game up. Red Sox are twelve games back. <laughs> Yankees are 54 and 20. The Rays are 40 and 32. So they're 13 games back. So the AL East for them is pretty much over. We just saw the Blue Jays. They're in a series with Boston right now. They're competitive with each other. So that's going to be 
Really? Because they can't all. Well, they could all make. They could they, all make it. They could Four all make it from the East in the playoffs. And the way that it looks, yeah, Twins could win the Central. Astros could win the West. And then you could have Yankees, Red Sox, Blue Jays, Rays. Now, you certainly could. National League, where are we at? Mets are, you know, if we're looking for the buy, Mets are five and a half up on us. Dodgers are, uh, I want to say, four and a half up on us. Just doing some quick math, so it's not, you know out of the realm of possibility. But if we are not in the lead for the Central, then we're fighting for the wild card, and we're out of, right in the battle. Out of the four top teams in the American League, three of them reside in the AL East. Yeah. It's crazy. That's a really good and competitive division, and even the Orioles, who are dead last, are 35-40. and 40. That's not bad. They're only, they would only be seven games back of the Brewers. That's a, that's a tough division. That's a tough division, and we'll see uh, a lot more teams from that division. So we just saw the Blue Jays. Blue Jays. Did we, we have... play the Air Orioles already? Yes. Remember at the beginning of the year, they we beat them two of three on their opening day, oh. right after the Cubs. Yeah, they might have beaten us two out of three. Yeah, they might have. That was way back in. Uh... Way back in um, April. Yeah, we played Baltimore. Oh, yeah, they're opening day. Okay. And then now we've got the... Yeah, we took two of three. We've got, I'm just trying to look at when we play more American League teams. Well, Tampa does come here. We've got two against Minnesota and then yep. two on the road against Minnesota in July. Boston, we go out to Boston the last weekend of July. That'll be a well-attended trip. I think people will go there. The Rays yep. come here in August. The Yankees come here. That's a big homestand. Yankees and Mets. Yeah, the whole New York. That's a New York stretch. Man, that'll be fun. That was one of the last weekends in September. That will be fun. And then that does it for the American League. Next year, remember, we'll play every team in the American League. I think three games, one series on the road. We're not going to play every team twice, but you'll play. Like if you play the Yankees at home in 2023, you'll play the Yankees on the road in 2024 and you'll just bounce back and forth. So next year, there will be more interleague play. You will play everybody. You will play your division opponents less. So this is still like the last year. It's kind of a little bit more of a of a rarity. Tampa Bay Rays having a very good season, very good decade and a half, and the, uh, the, the Brewers just doing their best to kind of do the same. Tony's in Texas. He dials us up. What's up, Tone? Hey, Bart. I had a moral dilemma this morning. I got to talk to you, the moral police. Uh, I went to the gas pump today, and it was already prepaid $40. Do I just take that and run? Uh, I don't know. I probably wouldn't. Well, okay. You wouldn't? Well, okay. Hold on. Because one of my fears is always that I go to a machine, and then I don't think it works, but it actually worked. Right. And then so I leave the pump because I'll never go inside and talk to the attendant. My God, no. So I'll leave and go somewhere else, and then actually my car did work. But this could have been someone doing a deed for you. Yeah, you're right. Good point. Like, you know how people at, you know, coffee shops will say, hey, order for the guy behind me because I'm the greatest dude ever. I've done that before. You bought for the guy behind you? I, I knew him. You're not buying for a guy. Well, and yeah, it was a, it was a You're for a lady, lady that worked at Miller Park go. with me. So, oh, 
What'd you make it for breakfast? <laughs> so what'd you do, Tony? Are you there right now or what? No, I just took it and ran. I had to get the hell out of there. I got it, got it and left. Well, I, I, if it's prepaid 40 bucks, I feel like that's someone doing a good deed. Yeah, either that or her gas attendant that didn't know what he's doing. Do most people prepay at the pump or you just put your card in and let it go? I think most people just put their card in, right, and let it go? Yeah, but you got to watch out. There's some scammers at these cards. You got to use that little hover chip now they got the little tap option. Oh, yeah, I should probably start doing that. Start doing that, Bart. I almost had a, a, a fraud scare with the chip. Well, somebody's going to be calling in their bank about a fraud scare today. <laughs> hey, that's all right. Good deeds get rewarded. So, uh, you but know now you Bart, that the whole point is that the whole point of that is now you have to do that for someone else. I'll pay it forward. I'll pay it forward. So you need to go to so, a gas pump, prepay forty, and drive away. Ah, uh, you know what? I might have to do that. Yeah. Maybe a notebook, Mike, or someone that's down on their luck. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't I haven't talked to Mike in a while. I don't know how he's doing. That's oh, that's tough. That's tough. We don't need a Rick and Oshkosh type of situation there. No. What what else is up? Uh, well, you know, Brewers Rays. I I, I guess is the the Devil Ray hour of uh, the Bart Winkler show. Yeah, here. I'm just telling people that I love you know because it's not enough that I love the Warriors. I also like the Rays. Yeah. Uh, the, the the Rays are an interesting franchise because, like you, I've been to that place. That that place is a complete dump, that, that Tropicana Field. And how a team can be that successful is kind of, kind of amazing. But, you know, our Brewers, which they have all the resources in the world, they just don't have the budget. Uh, this is a, a team that needs to just go all in. We talked about that in the last couple of weeks. And once they get this, the pitching back, I think this is a team that can make a run. And then – maybe get lucky in the playoffs but ultimately Bard, what's going to happen and i'll call it right now it's going to be yankees dodgers and mlb will be happy so that's what's going to happen happen the brewers could have 10 years in a row like the rays did when they were the devil rays not winning more than 70 games and still outdraw tampa bay now even though they're they're giving them a winner every year and people are not going it is amazing and they love the tampa bay lightning you know who i could get on the show tomorrow big guest Big guest. Uh, uh, someone you're a big fan of, Tony. Yes. Greg Winkler, my dad, will be going to the game tonight. Oh, you're, Now, your dad is awesome. You don't talk about him enough. <laughs> he looks pretty buff. Your dad looks like a he's workout in, guy. Yeah, he's in, well, he, uh, he rides his bike a lot. He does, okay. Yeah. Now, he looks like he might have a Harley. No, God, no. No, no okay. No. Well, he rides his bike a lot, and his son doesn't do much. Well, his son, his son walked 8,000 steps the other day. <laughs> Did his son watch the first episode of Southern Charm this season? Yes, and I am into it. Oh, yeah. there Now you're talking now. People want to watch a good show. Yeah, you want to watch the Giannis movie? We got all year to do that. You, want to, you got Southern Charm coming out on Bravo. That is, a, that is an appointment television kind of show. Naomi Craig, Austin, and Madison must must watch TV, Bart. That's why I love you, buddy. Oh, poor poor girl. She goes on this date with Austin, and he's just uh, clearly in love. He doesn't even pretend she's there. It's all about Madison. Now, are you watching that show with your wife? Are you in your underwear when you see Madison? What's going on there? No, I watch it with my wife. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, buddy. Well, good chat. You know, 
And uh, the, the Packers, 97 squad. Who, uh, Robert Brooks is my guy. Oh, okay. Jump in the stands. Yeah, he Number stole eight, the leap yeah. from Leroy, but. Yeah, but he's the one that perfected it. Robert Brooks, 87. All right, buddy. So, all right, buddy. Have a good day. See Tony ya. in Texas. You want to talk to my dad tomorrow? Sure. Greggy. Is he from, where does he live? In Tampa? They live by Fort Myers. Okay. Yeah. You know, they actually, this is a crazy story, they actually used to live in Wisconsin. Really? Yes, and then they moved to Florida. Interesting. And they wrote a book about it called WTF. Yes, Welcome to Florida. Welcome to Florida. (laughs) It's the tale of one couple who think they're just moving to their favorite vacation spot but then they have to encounter all these other things along the way. <laughs> Hilarity ensues when a young Greg and Vicky Winkler abandon their ch- kids and grandchildren to go vacation for a living. And never come back. And never come back. But somehow come back a lot. So I have a brother-in-law and sister who live in Tampa. And he says, he's a big baseball fan. It's just hard to get to. It's it's where the stadium is and with traffic and yeah it was kind of like out of the way it's it is well if they, it's they not they in Tampa move, they got it's not a, in Tampa it's yeah it's in St Pete yeah but they gotta they gotta build one by the lake or the ocean or either that or build it by where the Buccaneers play or build it actually in Tampa yeah I feel like the Buccaneers stadium was a dump I didn't like it when I went there never been I went there for went a Tampa Bay it. mutiny game okay. MLS nineteen ninety six. Oh, that's when it was still new. First was that year. The old, okay, I was going to say, was that the old sombrero? That was it. Was Raymond James? Okay, yeah, that, that was year. new then. How's it a dump already? Now the area around it was dumpy. It was all like industrial. Maybe they haven't. Maybe they built it up. I haven't been back there since. I, I mean, I've just seen around it, so I can't tell you what the know. inside is like. So that's our that's our take on Tampa, Barton Tim's take on Tampa, exclusively here on uh, twelve fifty AM. The fan, we'll actually talk about the Brewers coming up. Uh, oh, Rhino says, tell your dad f- to look for the bats at the Trop. There are bats that fly around the top of the dome. Not kidding, bats like vampire bats and not like baseball, baseball bats. bats. Yeah. Hmm. They also, <laughs> I went there for a conference. If you hit a bat, is that in play? Does that in- <laughs> Because if you hit the catwalk, it is. It, well, it depends which one. The hmm. A ring, the C, B ring, or the C ring. So You went there for a conference? I went there for a conference, and they had a football field set up there. East-West uh, Yeah, they something. played bowl games there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was... It's quite the place. It's an interesting ballpark, to say the least. Well, if we leave now, we can make it there. All right. We can play yes- the, the final three hours of yesterday's show. I was planning to do that anyway. I'm Bart. That's Tim. Tim Shea. Tim Allen coming up next on the fan. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home. 
Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.